welcome to Unclassical. It's nine o'clock in the evening and I have work tomorrow. Do you have work tomorrow? I don't have work tomorrow. Badly. There is a spider by my head though. Is like a good <coughs> half meter from you, it's not far. No, Katie, it's terrifying. The people must know the horrors. No, I'm saying he's uh, only half a meter away. Oh, right, yeah. It's not, there's not. He <laughs> can cover that ground, Marsha. <laughs> he can come at you when he knows. Oh, I moved. Oh, you're don't all right. You fucking. Okay, but no, he is moving. He's twitching. Look, can you fucking calm down, mate? <laughs> We're trying to record a podcast here. I can see your knees. I <laughs> <laughs> can. They're darker. <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt with a picture of a spider like you need to calm down mate I can see your knees <laughs> okay if anyone wants us to open a merch, merch shop you gotta support us on Patreon because we cannot afford to fund that <laughs> I can see your knees I can mate it's gross Do spiders have knees yeah I didn't know until tonight well I suspected I suspected it I have my suspicions <laughs> <laughs> These are the thoughts that keep you awake at night. Do spiders, spiders have, have knees? knees? They do, and I can no, see them. No, um, do you actually know how spiders work? What do you mean, how do they work? <laughs> or are they, like, wound so, up or something? <laughs> no, but they, um, I think this is true. The way they walk is just put, push blood to their limbs, so it's almost, you know how a penis... Isn't that become... how we work? No. We well, have, we have bones have... and muscles. They work like a penis in that they make their limbs erect by making them full of blood. And that's how, that's why they're so scuttling disgusting. And have oh, we have to have blood pumping around our yeah, body. Yeah, but, it, I mean, you know... This is a different bones. way of describing it. No, because we don't, like... We have blood around our body all the time. It's not like... I mean, I know there's always blood in a penis, but it's not like... Less intense. Less intense. I feel like no, they're so more that intense. spider is covered in cocks with knees. Yeah. Cocks with knees. Cocks with knees. Cocky knees. Cocky knees. Cocky knees. <laughs> that is a spider, ladies and gentlemen. You have been welcomed back to this week's of unclassical spider facts. That's spider facts. <laughs> welcome. I'm Marsha. I'm Katie. And welcome to the last episode of. How to kill a mockingbird? I don't so even fucking know what it's called. To kill a mockingbird. So we've covered spiders and their knees, their shit, yeah. and now we're going on to kill mockingbirds. Yes. So this is Marsh and Katie Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Do you, you remember where we were last time? Uh, the trial was over. The, kind of. Um. So yeah. Um. Dillard started crying, and um. Jem was like, "That's you, problem." My brain's died. This is a very good sign, is it? Dylan started crying. Jem was like, Scout, that's your fucking problem. You take him out. Scout I was like... D- D- you were saying Jem just looked at Dill crying and was like, that's a you problem, mate. It's like, <laughs> I know. It kind of was, yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> um, they went out. Um, Dill was crying because everyone was racist towards um, Tom. Fair and then Dolphus Raymond... That's less of a you problem. Yeah, and then Dolphus Raymond rocked up and he was like, I fucking know, mate. He was like, so people will let me just live my best life with my partner because I'm not allowed to get married. I've got to pretend to be an alcoholic. Do you want a stick of Coca-Cola? And everyone's like, fuck. It's Jesus. so fucking gross, isn't it? It's, well, yeah. And um, so they, they go back into the courtroom after this uh, enlightening charge. And uh, Jem says they've gone all over all the evidence and he's really confident that they're going to win um, because the punches and everything and it just doesn't add up that um, Tom did it because, well, Joe, he didn't. Who and, knew? And then Atticus does his closing statement, which I'm not going to fucking go into because it goes on for fucking pages. Also, Atticus, have you never heard the thing? If you can't summarise quickly, you're not doing it well. You're right? not doing Enough your job. Enough of this waffle here, Atticus. Enough <laughs> of these tangents. And it, it is, maybe I should have cited a bit of it, but it was all very much just like, oh, isn't Atticus such a clever, clever white saviour? Clever young man or old man. Let's Atticus a good pat on his back. Yeah, let's Atticus give Atticus a good... Let's suck his willy. Let's give Atticus a good patticus. <laughs> so Atticus um, basically says um, that in order to convict a man there must not even be the slightest possibility in your mind that he's innocent and as there was no medical evidence mm, problematic mm. Um, there, people basically you can't conclude that there is no possible chance that he's innocent because there is a chance because he, he's innocent because you is. could also argue like that with anything Atticus like I know like <laughs> Dave stabbed me in the arm. Do you have a photo of Dave stabbing you in the arm? 
No, I was a bit preoccupied by him stabbing me in the arm. I have a wound, but you don't have a picture of David. You in the arm, so therefore, he could be innocent. Yeah, so facts. Yeah, like. And he also says um, he does sympathise with Myella, but you can't be killing people for no reason, Myella. I mean, fair <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I stand by look, that. I stand by. It. Look, Myella, you've had a shit time, but you can't kill people. <laughs> so fucking on, babe. Like. <laughs> Yeah, you got a point there. You got a point there. It is not nice. It is sake. not nice to kill people. <laughs> it's not. He keeps saying that she tempted a black no, man. No, she didn't. And then um, he basically concludes like that. Oh yeah, she kept tempting this black man. But you know, all men are tempted equally around women. It's not a black thing. Atticus what? What? No one was. I mean, this looks oh. fucking racist. Yeah, I mean... But uh, no one was saying that. Atticus, no, that wasn't the... I mean, what? What? I know it's racist because the reason they brought the whole trial against him is because, like, they don't want her, like, reputation to be, like, tarnished or whatever. But the argument wasn't also, like, well, he like, had to rape her because he's black. That, I mean, even the fucking I mean, prosecution didn't leave also, with that. He didn't want your daughter's reputation to be tarnished, and you probably shouldn't have fucking raped her, should you? Yeah, probably, yeah. Let's fucking go back to that's that fucking minute. <laughs> that's just somebody glossed over, like, well, my dad rapes me, but you know what? That's how it is. That's how well, it to is. be fair, Moving on. he is. Ascus is a bit like, look, we've all assorted women, am I right? Kind of vibe. And I was like, actually, you, you actually kind of are right, and that's fucking depressing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, it's not just black guys, no, it's, it's every guy. It's every guy. Which is kind of what he says. Like, yeah, like, yeah but. Fucking point are you making? Here? Just like all the white men in the audience, like, hey, hey, no need to take us down too. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Um, anyway, suddenly I... seeing Atticus's point, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, because it was racist and it was wrong. And also, it's just not. That's not a fucking defence. Like, look, he didn't do it because lol joke. We've all thought about raping someone. Am I right? Look at Myella sitting there. Have you or have you not thought about it, Judge? Everyone, put your hand up. He's got a semi right now. <laughs> Myella, like, and this is why I was uncomfortable. Yeah, this is why you all fucking suck. Um, not Tom. Poor Tom got caught up in everything. Yeah. Everyone's just racist. Anyway, I'm kind of gonna go. I'm kind of gonna go. And now we're going into rap battles. <laughs> I'm going to rap these next lines. This is why we should record late at night. Anyway, I'm gonna skip through the next bit to get to the end of the book. This is my rap about mockingbirds. Caponia shows up. Mm -mm. Says the kids are missing. Mm -mm. Atticus is I like. Think they were in the. In the courtroom. They are, but Atticus said, don't come see me in court. Probably going to find it a bit traumatic. The kids were like, see you later, Dad. We're going to fucking court. And um, Calpurnia's like, where are the fucking kids are? <laughs> the kids are up in the top and like, we're not here. <laughs> we're not here. <laughs> so Calpurnia just waltzes up the middle of the um, like aisle she in the court. She's like, Atticus, kids are fucking gone. And the whole court's like, shit. And Atticus's like, my kids are missing. What? And then they're just like, Oh, hey, we're up here, babes. <laughs> and Ask is like, for fuck's sake, you weren't meant to see this. Get out, go home now. And they're like, and the um, uh, vicar guy's like, I think you've got to go. So they go home and the jury is deliberating for fucking hours and hours before they inevitably find Tom guilty. Uh yeah. Fucking racist. Fucking racist. And uh, the next day, Atticus gets loads of presents from the black community for at least trying to save Tom. And he's like really uneasy. And he's sort of like to Calpurnia, please, 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 just tell them I don't want presents. Tell them all to send all the presents back. And Calpurnia's like, that's even fucking ruder, to be fair. <laughs> like, you've just got to accept them, haven't you? Um, and she's like, yeah, they want to give you presents. There's also this kind of thing, like, at it's least. It's such fucking white saviorism. It's white saviorism. And it's. Everyone kind of, like, sees it as a win, the fact that the um, jury took so long to deliberate the outcome. Mm, Atticus was so like, you know, we must have gotten in their mind a little bit. Otherwise, you know, if it was back in the day, um, they just would have been like, oh, white woman accuses a black man, obviously guilty, no deliberation time needed. But the fact they chatted about it, it's progress. It might not be enough today. No, isn't Tom still going to be killed? Um, probably. They're going to appeal. Um, so... And Atticus is like, it's a win. Tom like, I, I don't feel like I'm winning, to be honest with <laughs> no. you, right now. No. So, yeah, I, I don't feel great. So some time passes, and Mr. Ewell, you know, the guy um, bringing the case around, um, he gets a job for a little bit, but he's kind of still an alcoholic with severe attitude problems. So he loses it, and for some reason blames Atticus for that. 
And it's like he kind of thought the case was going to like vindicate him in the eyes of like the whole community. And they'd be like, oh, it's that poor guy whose daughter got raped. Like, you know, now we should give the family a little bit of respect. But... So, did he rape his daughter to get traction? To get traction? Is that not the right word? I don't know. To like get like a firmer standing in society. Well, he didn't rape his daughter for anything to do with his personality, obviously. Like, it, it... she's sexy. <laughs> I mean, who can resist a darling? Casey! <laughs> But, um, no, raping, there was no political motive with raping or social motive. I'm just curious why the book decided not to comment on that at all. It's like, well, her dad rapes her, moving on. So what did she say? Um, She was like, like, he kissed me or something and it's not the same. I've never been kissed by a man What my father does doesn't count. Yeah, what my dad does doesn't count. I mean, I suppose in the most innocent way you could read that, like her dad gives her a kiss on the cheek goodnight, but we all know that ain't there the is, fucking um, case. As a writer, you would not put that in there if you didn't Do you know what I'm thinking about? Butterfly kisses. <laughs> I'm just like, someone wrote butterfly kisses. Do you know butterfly kisses? Yeah. Yeah. Someone wrote butterfly kisses as a daughter. sweet, no, they tender didn't. song. No, they didn't. I know they fancy their daughter. Guys, if you don't know butterfly kisses, um, I can't it's play it because of laws, but I might read out the lyrics. I fancy my daughter. She's getting married and it's not to me. I've got a hard boner. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo. I'm going to stick it in my daughter. I've heard this played at so many weddings. Just like legit. Like people think it's a sweet song and you're like, fucking up. Okay, I'm going to read it as a classical reading, guys. There's two things I know for sure. She was sent here from heaven and she's daddy's little girl. As I drop to my knees by her bed at night... She talks to Jesus and I close my eyes and I thank God for all the joy in my life. Oh, but most of all for butterfly kisses after bedtime prayer, sticking little white flowers all up in her hair. Little white flowers all up. You shouldn't be fucking saying anything like that. Um, Walk beside the pony, daddy. It's my first ride. I know the cake looks funny, daddy, but I sure tried. Oh, with all that I've done wrong, I must have done something right to deserve a hug every morning and butterfly kisses at night. Sweet 16 today. She's looking like her mama a little more every day. No. One part woman, the other part girl, to perfume and makeup from ribbons and curls, trying her wings out in the great big world. But I remember butterfly kisses after bedtime prayer. Sticking little white flowers all up in her hair. You know how much I love you, Daddy. But if you don't mind, I'm only going to kiss you on the cheek this time. Those are the fucking lyrics. Oh, with all that I've done wrong, I must have done something right to deserve her love every morning and butterfly kisses at night. I, I mean, I won't read. Oh, I'm... I'm not sure. I just feel like I'm losing my baby girl. She leaned over, gave me butterfly kisses with her mama there, sticking little white flowers all up in her hair. Yeah, uh, it was awkward when you got your wife to watch, to be fair. Yeah, daddy. <laughs> daddy, don't cry. Uh, I couldn't ask her. No, I gotta let her go. Blah, 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 blah. Isn't there a line about him being jealous of the husband? Something like. Oh, I think that's another song called I Loved Her First. Ew. Yeah. Fucking your children. She changed her name today. She'll become a promise and I'll give her away. Standing in the bridegroom, just staring. Oh, bridegroom. Like you're standing in him. <laughs> standing in the bridegroom, just staring at her. She asked me what I'm thinking and I said, I'm not sure. I just feel like I'm losing my baby girl. Wish me her day about you. Yeah, right. But yeah, can I just kiss you on the cheek this time? Also requesting, Dad, is it okay if I kiss you on the cheeks? You're already going to hurt your dad's feelings mm. by not being fucking gross. A butterfly kiss, for people don't know what, this is my answer, like what a butterfly kiss mm. is, is where you um, blink your eyelashes on someone. Yeah, on their cheek. Yeah. Yeah, and then stick your cock in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the caterpillar. That's the caterpillar. That's the pillar coming out of the chrysalis. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so... That song was written by Mr. Yule for Mayella. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's how it all links up. Anyway, um, Mr. Yule kind of blames Atticus for like losing the job and like, you know, him not being like vindicated by the whole trial and everything. And there's this bit where Mr. Yule spits in Atticus's face in the post office and it's sort of says, nice. I'll get you with it's the last thing I do. And um, all Atticus kind of says is like, I wish he wouldn't chew tobacco. Oh. 
and um, there's also like a bit with the judge um it's something like everyone's out and then the judge is suddenly aware there's someone in the house or something and the back door's open and someone's just like trying to shit him up essentially they shit the judge up yeah and it's kind of like thought it's mr yule but there's no way of like really proving it just kind of like trying to freak him out like not Did actually probably not confront see him. him. It was dark or something. I, I can't fully remember. Right, bogeyman. Yeah, it was just kind of like he's just being creepy. He's just it was Bradley. Bradley, <laughs> boo, Bradley. He just put it together. <laughs> Bradley. <laughs> it just makes me think of S Club Seven. <laughs> as I said it, as it like as it uh, was coming out of my mouth, I was like, "This is wrong." <laughs> but I can't figure out why. Why is he not Bradley? Right. Where's Bradley? <laughs> enough with bradley can we call this episode who's bradley yeah he's bradley but enough with bradley we actually do have sad news now no tom's dead <gasps> no what happened i actually i know i should have called it but i actually didn't... <laughs> i read this book and i was surprised <laughs> i didn't think he was gonna fucking die okay okay guys i'm just gonna put it out there i got a's in my gcse english yeah I did not finish reading this book <laughs> because I found it really boring. <laughs> so I skipped and read the last chapter or the last few pages. Mm. There's a chance. You didn't know! Yeah, because he doesn't die in the, la- the last few pages. He dies a fair bit earlier on. Okay, the fact that I was allowed to get a high grade... <laughs> problematic also the fact that this is a book that's meant to be anti-racist and you don't even fucking know like the basically like one of the, I mean, the main black character what his fate is and you still manage to get a high grade there is a chance i knew and forgot mm. but all i'm saying is it's not unreasonable to think that i just didn't know <laughs> i mean i feel we would have discussed it in class at some point but it's a book about white saviorism it's not yeah. a book about black people at the end but of the yeah, day so you know what kids don't worry about reading your English books, it's no, fine. It's all right. Read it's the last right. page, you'll keep a golden. Uh, so basically, they say he was exercising in the yard and he made a break for it and ran for the fence. Oh, actually, this does ring a bell. <laughs> and um, they said that if he had the use of both of his arms, he would have gotten over the mm. fence. But um, he didn't. They shot him and he died. I mean, I don't think it's very reasonable to shoot someone that's running away. This is it. The, like, Oh, it's so, and you see it so much today as well, being like, ooh, if you were innocent, then why did you run away? Because you're going to kill me. If I was running away, I'm not a target, I'm not yeah. a threat. I mean, like, I don't condone this either, really, but he's got knees, the spider's got knees, aim for the knees. Like, you don't have to kill him. This is it, like, and I've heard, I, I, I remember talking to someone about this, and they were like, oh, it's a harder target to, like, get in like the legs and i'm like well do you know what maybe you should have a bit more fucking training before yeah. you start so whipping guns out babe to, if you can make a headshot i think you can make a leg shot yeah like it's a harder target it's just really hard not to kill you pal then she's like right. and again if someone's running away you should you're not allowed to you're not allowed to kill them you're not supposed to fucking kill i mean like atticus laid it down for my ella in the courtroom like you can't just go around killing people lay it down for the fucking yeah. guys inside the prison it's, and also, like, aside from anything else, mm-hmm. or aside from other bits as well, it's not even like he would be as much of a threat because he's only got one arm, so he's less physically threatening to them as well. And yeah. wasn't even threatening, was running away. Mm. Like, there is less than zero reason. Yeah, there's, like, there's, there's nothing. Sounds like a mistake to me. American justice system. Hmm. Sounds like a mistake to me. <laughs> Pretty much. So, Pretty much. Oh, this is sad. Atticus um, says he's got to go tell Tom's wife. Oh. And um, he, he kind of comes in and he like tells Calpurnia that she's got to come with him. Why? And Cal- yeah, and Calpurnia's absolutely fucking distraught. But I remember him not being like, would you please help me break the news? It would probably be nice for her to see a familiar face and help, you know, support her. But it's very much like, come to me um, to go tell. I've forgotten what Tom's wife's called. But um, yeah, come with me to come tell her. And Calpurnia's just like, oh my god, like, yes, sir, I will. Um, oh, and at the time, she's helping like, with this tea party thing that Aunt Rachel's putting on. And, um, like, literally, it's like the help and everyone there is complaining how their black servants were, like, really miserable the day after the um, party. And um, one person was like, I told her if she didn't cheer up, she'd be fired. And you're like, well, you're all fucking brilliant, aren't you? you put them all straight in the bin. Yeah, so Atticus and Calpurnia head out. And they're, as they're heading over to um, where... 
Thomas wife is they see um Dylan and Jem and they kind of say um you got to go home or maybe we'll, we'll pick you up on the way back or something but they're like oh no we want to come with you want to come with you and so they no this woman is going to be grieving they stay it's not in a the... fucking show i know i know we um, want to come with you you want to come with me to see me tell a woman that her husband father of her children mm. who she's been worried about for weeks and also he's supported dead. the family yeah it has been murdered <coughs> you mm. want to see that you want me to be like oh do you mind if my children just witness your breakdown is that all right i mean they don't have a tally katie <laughs> you know what i guess mate it's not a lot going on so we're doing it pretty much so they go there the kids stay in the car um and helen that's the wife's name sorry so this is saying like the 30s yeah 1920 oh, 1927 in my yeah around then 20s 30s so you know like in your brain you just get an image of something and even though i knew this was set in the 20s in mm-hmm. the 30s kind of era the fact that there's now a car i'm like whoa <laughs> you guys got a lot of technology like i was just even though i know that like <laughs> little house in the prairie is like 18 1860s <laughs> i've no idea 1800s yeah. you know before 1920s <laughs> That is this vibe. That <laughs> like, is the vibe. Like, wow, we're living in the future here. <laughs> like, yeah. And then now there's a car and I'm like, shit, man. I don't know what's going on. So, yeah, um, Dill and Jem wait in the car. And, um, yeah, Atticus, um, t- uh, well, there's a whole thing that Helen's not around at the time. And so one of the kids has to go get her. And mm. um, then Atticus tells Helen and she just kind of collapses. And Calpurnia sort of half carries her inside the house. And they're in the house for a very, very long time. And then Atticus comes out alone and they all head home. And then there's this whole thing that it says Tom's death in Macon was views, viewed as typical. Just like, well, yeah, the black guy gets in trouble with a white woman. Yeah, he's going to die, isn't he? That's just what happens. It's completely unremarkable. Old news. It's like, yeah, what do you think would go on? And um, Mr. Underwood, the guy that writes the local paper, he writes, he likens Tom's death to the killing of a mockingbird. Hence the title of the book. Because um, everyone's cunts. Um, so life continues. Um, school starts, hence why this isn't the last chapter of the book. And um, so again, scan- a book about racism and problematic. The well, again, it's old the news. Film, uh, Moving on. No, not the film. The crux of the book is like Tom Robinson has died. It's like to kill a mockingbird, mm. killing something pure and good. Yeah. Well, anyway, the white kids are back at school <laughs> now, back at so school. you know. And Scout can. Um, so everyone's kind of like just getting on with their lives, and Scout kind of concludes that people are weird as fuck and kind of withdraws from them all. <laughs> like, as yep. she enters her teenage years, you guys are fucking weird. It's not even teenage, but yeah, it's like it's kind of like a guy died. Guys are cunts. So, um, so yeah, life continues. Tom's old employer um, now employs Tom's wife. Um, but he finds out that she's like walking a really like long-winded way to work and he's like why are you walking that way and she's like oh because every time again why but she's like every time i walk past the ewell property mr ewell keeps intimidating me and um kind of, he kind of drags this out of her because she wants to leave it so she walks like an extra mile out of her way each day mm. so she doesn't have to go past it and the ploy is like not fucking on so he kind of tells him to back off and then um, Mr. Ewell like shows up at like her work and um, is just kind of like I'm not doing anything wrong just leaning on the fence here just keeping an eye just here just watching just waiting and he's like I will shoot you in the fucking face and he's like noted okay <laughs> no. imagine Bye. being like I got your like huh mm. I raped my daughter and blamed on your husband now your mm. husband's dead yeah. I'm gonna mock you I like, like a mockingbird <laughs> <laughs> but like what what do you what what the fuck do you want? Like, i'm sorry what, what do you want Mr. Yeah. what is it you want yeah do you like, just are you just a horrible human being is that what you are pretty much well like, what a fantastic life you live what a sad, what a sad little, life. little life mr yule <laughs> here have my week's wages i hope you spend it on getting some lessons in decorum and grace <laughs> I'm probably just going to spend it on alcohol. Because I'm a stereotype too. He doesn't have a wife, she's dead. Is my Alan at this point not his wife? How many of those kids are my Alan? <laughs> Horrible. But yeah. Um, so the school this year is having a pageant for Halloween because there was something like last year where they all like... <laughs> I haven't written it down, but I'm kind of remembering it now. I'm sorry if I've confused you different parts of the books, guys, but I think this is it. There's like these two deaf old sisters that live together. Why is it us? <laughs> <laughs> and, and 
the one year for Halloween, the kids all break in and like steal like loads of furniture okay. out of like or out of the room or like put it in the basement or they take the things out of the basement and put them in the back garden. And then the next morning okay. the sisters see the stuff's gone and um so they call the police and oh the sisters won't admit that they're deaf. And so they were like, it was a bunch of Romanians, Romanians, they came and they took the stuff and we could hear they were saying they were going to sell it or something. We knew it was big, burly Romanian men because um, we heard them. And then the um, police like obviously find the stuff in the um, basement or whatever. And they're like, Romanians. <laughs> Why can't I say Romanians. it? Romanians. Romanians. Geraniums, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was a geranium. And he's like, I think you're just racist, deaf old shit. And they're like, no, we heard it. You didn't hear shit. <laughs> you're just racist, racist dead old, sh- no, deaf old shit. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> why do you call me? So, so, yeah, then they were like, I think it might be best if we just do a pageant at the school this year. <laughs> like, let's avoid all that unpleasantness that happened what? last year. Because it happened on Halloween. Cause the kids so were... their answer to kids robbed old ladies was, let's have a pageant. So that the kids had, like, an event to go to for Halloween instead of just creating their own entertainment. That's not logic. <laughs> no. And all the kids are like, this is shit. <laughs> so... Sorry. So we noticed that you have some unspent energy and you started robbing old ladies. Well, how does a party sound? Let's give you a party. Let's give you a party. Well, I have political happy and stop robbing old ladies. <laughs> no. No. I'll I'll, rob them afterwards. Yeah, like, you know, it wasn't the fact it was Halloween. I'll just rob them tomorrow. <laughs> Funny. They're deaf and racist. Well, you not got that wrong. Um, so anyway, they're doing like this big pageant thing and the school's putting Is on it a... in like the honour of deaf old ladies not being robbed? No, it's in honour of the local agriculture. So they're getting the kids to dress up as loads of different food types. To go out dress as corn. No, she dresses as pork. So she's just a big pork chop. And she has like this chicken chicken wire mesh thing that's like yes, covering her. And this it's is ringing some serious yeah, bells. And it's covered in like painted brown cloth. So it's the night of the pageant and both Atticus and Auntie Rachel are kind of like, we're tired, we're just not feeling it. So Scout and Jim, you have to go on your own. And um, Scout, like before she goes, like waltzes in. It's like, I'm pork. And they're like, beautiful. It's just the same as us going. Now go off in the dark on your own. That's, that's a good kid. Um, I'm pork. <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but what is America? <laughs> I know, it's so fucking weird. Why you does know, it always dress as food? We're here like in the UK, like, I'm an angel. Yeah. I'm a shepherd. I'm pork. I'm pork. <laughs> like, like, again, different time of year, but it, it's a weird place. So, okay, I'm a witch. I'm a vampire. I'm, I'm pork. pork. <laughs> okay, <scout>. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. So it's pitch black outside. And, um, I'm going to be pork for Halloween. So they're walking to school in the dark when they start hearing some footsteps behind them. And they're like, right? And then like this kid just jumps out and scares the shit out of them. And it's some little shit they go to school with. Everyone screams. Everyone pisses. And it's kind of funny. Um, so they finally get to school. And Scout is told to sit backstage and she's all warm and cosy in her costume and uh, she starts to nuzzle down as the show goes on because it's going on for fucking ages and she falls asleep and misses her cue and then suddenly um, wakes up and rushes onto the stage at the end and Mrs Merriweather says, Scout ruined the whole play! You ruined it! You ruined it! But everyone else said um, it was fucking hilarious. (laughs) She just came running in during the finale. Just a massive fucking pork chop. And pork! And pork! So anyway, Scout's absolutely mortified. So she makes Jem wait backstage with her until everyone's gone because she's too embarrassed to like come out. And she's still in a bloody pork outfit. So they start walking home. And again, they can hear... What's Jem dressed as? Nothing. He wasn't in the play. He's just there. Mm. He, he's too old. He's not getting involved. He's not pork. He's not pork. So... <laughs> I'm pork. I'm pork. It can also be, like, I realise Atticus and Auntie Rachel have been through a lot. It's fucking rude not to go. I know. It was, well, it's so many levels you'll see that they should have gone so they start walking home but again they can hear like footsteps behind them in the dark and they're like to that kid they're like hello come out and when they stop the footsteps stop and so they think it's their mate but they know their mate and they've called him out and they're like he wouldn't like drag it out this long once being called out he's like yeah gutted anyway see about so like it's a bit weird that he's dragging it out and then Jem's like can you take the pork costume off and um, Scout is like, I'm not wearing much underneath and I can't get my dress on in the dark. And Jim's like, okay, cool. 
And so they carry on walking and um, and then again they stop to listen. Uh, but this time when they stop, the footsteps don't stop. No. And they hear like a swooshing noise and they're aware that it's not a child, it's a fucking full-grown man running up behind them. And so they're like, ah! So um, Jem screams for Scout, stop running, Scout! Run, run! Run, Scout, run! And I'm she, so scared. I know! And she tries, but her costume's, no! her costume's too big and she just basically goes reeling off. Like, do you kind of imagine like a barrel rolling and her little legs I'm going? Poor. <laughs> I mean, it'd be funny. <laughs> anyway, I, I just think she basically falls over. Um, so she's screaming for Jem to help shit. her, and um, Jem shit. kind of like rolls into her quickly, like obviously like been thrown or something, and no! he gets and he gets up really quickly, and they try to run, and they're nearly at the street. They can see the light, no! but then suddenly, um, she's kind of like yanked back <gasps> in her costume, and Can't grab children. Yeah, and um, then. Uh, they kind of like she manages like to get to her feet and um, then Jem's like jerked back into like the darkness and um, then she can like hear a scuffle <gasps> happening and she rushes towards where she thinks Jem is but runs into a big man's tummy Ooh. and um, she suddenly hears like a grunt and he grabs her <gasps> and he tries to crush her <gasps> and so she's still in her costume and like her costume kind of like makes a cage around her but still like kind of crushing in on her and then suddenly her attacker's jerked backwards and he lets go of her and so she's aware there are like more people in the dark and she's like, what the fuck's going on? Oh my God. And so she starts grappling around for Jem and she finds a man lying down with like stu a stubbly face and he smells of whiskey. And then she suddenly notices... Yeah, <laughs> I won't touch that. Uh, scary, you're not Jem. And then she notices a man's walking away and um, so she's kind of like looking after him and he walk he's walking weirdly, like he's carrying something really heavy. Oh no, he's got Jem. Uh, yeah, and he gets into the light no. and Scout can see that Jem's hang <gasps> and arm is hanging like really weirdly at a crazy <gasps> angle and like limply from this guy um also lot of guys just left him scout like <laughs> like you can deal with that and so scout runs after them because she's been left alone and um they get home scout, like seven yeah like this guy's just picked um up gem and just walked off with him and so yeah he's carrying him home and they get home call the doctor call sheriff tate and um, the doctor comes around he ascertains that gem is going to be okay but needs a lot of rest and yeah he's still I think maybe he might have come around and the doctor's like sedated him for the evening. Um, so Scout has all these pinprick wounds all over her and the sheriff's like, what's that? But she's like, oh, they're from my costume. And they agree that, yeah, the costume um, has saved her life. And without the costume, he just would have crushed her and killed her. And, oh. and then they're like, well, what the fuck's gone on? And then the sheriff's like, the man outside lying dead is Bob Ewell. He's been stabbed. And so it was Bob Yule attacked them. Tried to kill his kids. Yeah, and Atticus is like, shit, I never thought he'd come after my fucking kids. And um, Should have gone to the fucking pageant. You shouldn't let your kids walk alone in the dark, Atticus. After a guy has spat in your face and said, I will get you if it's the last thing that I do. And the sheriff's like, well, we know it was Bob Yule fucking with the judge, but he's not brave enough to actually like confront the judge. So that's why he was just like fucking around in the dark and creeping him out. He's not brave enough to why confront you, you, Atticus. Yeah, he's like... going to kill your kids. Or even not killed, but he's like, he's going to be targeting your kids. Even if you're not afraid, he's going to kill them. Like, we don't... Also, he raped his daughter. You really think it's a good idea to let your little girl walking around as, like, yep. as literal meat? Yeah, literal meat! <laughs> like, as a tasty snack, Atticus! Atticus looking at the crushed costume. I could have done better. I could, could have. Aunt Rachel obviously feels guilty in all this, and she's yeah. like, I've got to go to bed. <laughs> I must sleep. Like, honey, honey, I'll go to sleep. We'll be lying in bed all night with the demons. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll get you. Um, so yeah, Atticus... Guilt loves company. <laughs> um, yeah, I just can't believe they let their kids like go off in the dark just when because... someone's been openly also, threatening you. Not even like for a good reason. If it was like, I'm really sorry, but like, you know, Rick and Rachel suddenly had a really bad fever. I'm yeah, they were like, oh, no, we're feeling it. Like, that's just lazy writing. <laughs> yeah, and they weren't really feeling it. <laughs> Why would you not just be like, oh no, Aunt Rachel's come down with a really bad fever, mm. Atticus had to stay and look after her. Yeah. That Atticus had like... had quite a long day, he'd been working in another town. <laughs> Why would you not just make art? That's just lazy Also, writing. Calpurnia was there, because Scout had to show her her pork entrance, and Calpurnia was like, very nice. Send Calpurnia to you, you make her do all, all your other dirty work. They wanted an evening out in without the kids, didn't they? Yeah. They wanted, they wanted to clack open the way. <laughs> they did. So they keep asking Scout, like, what happened? Like, identify what happened? Like, how did it come about? Did I don't know. I was pork. That's literally what I've written. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. I was a pork. Why don't you ask the fucking guy that saved us? He's just standing there. 
And um, then like, she kind of turns around and she's like, to be fair, mate, who the fuck are you? And um, then she suddenly realises who it is and she's like, hey, boo. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's Boo Radley. And um, yeah, just kind of like literally like hiding in the shadows in the and corner of the room. he saved them. He did save them. Uh, like, so they were literally outside his house. We saw what was happening. Like, ain't no, those are my funny kids. <laughs> I left presents for those kids in a tree. <laughs> I like those children. Yeah, don't, don't do it. So yeah, he like went out and got involved. And Atticus um, is like, um, what, right. So Jem managed, went in the scuffle with Bob. Jem managed to turn Bob's knife back on Bob and stab him. And he's like, well, Jem's, he's, He's a kid, it was self-defence, but he's going to have to go on trial for it. And Heck is like, like heck he will. <laughs> um, I'd like to say, I said that. They didn't. Anyway, um, so he was like, Bob fell on his own naff. And Atticus is like, heck, I know you're trying to like, you know, protect my son and everything. But I've tried to bring him up in a way that he can like trust the world, trust the rules and everything. And if I just like make this all go away for him, he's not going to have faith in the world anymore. So he's got to go on trial for it so he, um, he can trust me again. I was like, I think he'll trust you a whole lot less if you make him go on trial for yeah. murder. Wakes up, hi son, you feeling better? Yeah, you're a murderer, you've got to go on trial. And I'm, I'm the lawyer against you. <laughs> Literally. And I did all this so you'll trust me. Um, I, think, I think when you die, Atticus, mum's going to kick you in the teeth. <laughs> yeah, like, um, no. Um, so anyway, Heck is like, look, I'm not doing this to protect your son. You can tell from the angle he stabbed himself. He's fallen on his own knife. And Atticus is like, no, Jem killed him. <laughs> Jem isn't sedated upstairs. He's just like, I'm not going down there. <laughs> yeah. Dad's trying to fucking frame me for murder. And he's like, getting to that. Like, Bob's like, no, he didn't. You tried to frame him. <laughs> Atticus, are you okay? Like, do you hate your son? Do you just love murder trials? Like, what's going on? Look, I'm learning low on money. I can deal with it. <laughs> it's going to be an expensive trial. And so Sheriff, um, Heck is like, look, I've been sheriff a long time. And I've seen some shit. And he that... didn't say. He said, heck. Heck. I've been sheriff a whole heckin' long time. <laughs> and I've seen some heckin' shit. Heck, heck, heck. And he's like, there's a poor black boy dead in this town for no reason. So Bob's death is kind of like penance. Well, heck. Well, heck. And then, oh, oh, oh. There's also a bit about um, the knife. And it's not like a knife that you'd carry with you. Like, it's not like a switchblade kind of thing. Is it, is it a pork knife? It's a pork knife. <laughs> is it a meat cutter, though? <laughs> I will die if it's, it's, if it's a, a meat cleaver. <laughs> it's not a meat cleaver, but it's like a kitchen knife. Funny. He just wanted dinner. <laughs> it's just, it's, I mean, I, they did say he couldn't afford food. Like, I'm going to starve him for What are you going to do if you see a whole pork run down the street? <laughs> I'm getting dinner tonight, kids. So, um, so this is um, Heck talking. I never heard tell that it's against the law for a, for a citizen to do his utmost to prevent a crime from being committed, which is exactly what he did. But maybe I'll say it's my duty to tell this town all about it and not hush it up. Know what had happened then? All the ladies in Maycomb, including my wife, would be knocking on his door, bringing angel food cakes. To my way of thinking, Mr. Finch, taking the one man who's done you in this town a great service and dragging him with his shy ways into the limelight, to me that's a sin. It's a sin and I'm not about to have it on my head. If it was any other man, it'd be different, but not this man, Mr. Finch. It's not Jem that stabbed him. It's Boo. And so Atticus has been like, my Jim did it, my Jim. Heck's like, Jim didn't do it. it. He stabbed himself. And he's like, no, no, Jim did it. Atticus, can you fucking let this lie? Because it's been really obvious that Jim didn't do it. And that is boo. And it's going to fucking ruin him. So <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, Jim's arms fucked. He yeah. needs to have no one. Yeah. Yeah, probably is. So um, I may not be much, Mr. Finch, but I'm, I'm still sheriff of Maycomb County. And Bob Ewell fell on his knife. Good night, sir. And there's a bit earlier when he's like, please let the dead bury the dead. Just like, just let it all cancel out. Bob Ewell's dead. But also, this is like yeah. a problem with the justice system. Like, yes, Boo Radley completely, you know, in mm. that sort of situation, it was manslaughter, it's not murder, really. Mm. You know, yeah. he um, he went out to save children being chased by a man with a knife. Yeah. And the man turned on him with the knife. I, I don't think, I think, because um, there's a whole thing about another knife, I think Boo went out there with a knife. Okay. Yeah. But, but still, like... You can argue mm. self defence, and in the heat yeah. of the moment, he went out to save children. Yeah, but the law, but you know, the law should be completely unbiased. The white man gets off. Yeah. Uh, yet again, yeah. Whereas the black man is killed for something he didn't even fucking do. But because we didn't, but because we didn't like the person who got murdered, we'll just let it go. Yeah, let it go. Um, Atticus sat looking at the floor for a long time. 
Finally, he raised his head. Scout, he said. Mr. Ewell fell on his knife. Can you possibly understand? Atticus looked like he needed cheering up. Wait, can you possibly understand? Yes. Yes. Fucking moron. He fell on his knife. I'm pork. God, I'm pork. Atticus, I'm pork. I can believe a lot of shit. <laughs> I can do it. And I go, yes, sir. I, I understand. I reassured him. Mr. Tate was right. Atticus disengaged himself because I'm in a hug and looked at me. What do you mean? Well, it'll be sort of like shooting a mockingbird, wouldn't it? Oh, Scout, you think you're so fucking smart. <laughs> <laughs> Just Scout like, it's high mighty now, are you? <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I uh, know what I am talking about. Mockingbirds all around this town. <laughs> so, um, so Atticus uh, is like, yeah, Jem didn't kill him. Let's fucking drop it. So Heck goes and Scout is left with Boo and Jem. And she says Boo can pet Jem whilst he's asleep. Creepy. Um, consent. So Boo's just there stroking Jem's head. Can you imagine waking up and seeing that? Ah! <laughs> well, she's like, oh, Jem's going to be, he won't speak to me for a week. He's going to be so pissed. I got to meet Boo Radley and talk to him. And that he was stroking his head and he slept through the whole thing. Poor Jem. Look, Boo, you might as well stroke his head. Boo's <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys are really weird. Yeah, I, I'd like to get him. Which pretty much happens. So Boo asks Scout to take him home, and she thinks oh, it's obvious that he's scared of the dark. And um, But sorry, no. He's like, will you take me home? I'm a fucking child. Go ask my dad. I've just been, like, nearly killed in the dark. Also, tonight. Boo You're... Radley has, like, a child's mind. I know he's a child's mind. mind, but he's a creepy adult with a child's brain. Creepy. And he's asking for you to take him out in the dark, drop him off at his house, and then walk home on your own again. No! <laughs> I know he's asking it from a place of innocence, but no! It's the sort of thing that Attica should stick his head around the door like, Scout, if you want, you can come with, but I will be doing the walking home. Yeah, and I will be coming back with you, Scout. No. Like, yeah. Stop fucking leaving also, my own, on my own. Like, Scout, honey, where are you going? I'm taking Boo Radley home to the place where I was nearly just murdered. Alright. Still in the dark. Alright. Alright. It's mildly getting light now, but still. So, anyway. There's still probably a dead man out there that I might trip over, and supposedly a knife lying around out there. See you, Atticus. Hi, have fun. Have fun. Look both ways before you cross the road. Don't trip on the knife. Let's hope he really is dead. I don't know if I've really got established for sure. Might still be alive. Might grab you. Who knows? Who knows? Who might be a rapist. Who knows? Who knows? This is the fun of it. Bye. So, there's this whole thing where she, like, doesn't want him to be humiliated so i put my foot on the top step and stopped i would lead him through our house but i would never lead him home because he's a gentleman mr arthur bend your arm down here like that that's right sir i slipped my hand into the crook of his arm he had to stoop a little to accommodate me but if miss stephanie crawford was watching from her upstairs window she would see arthur radley escorting me down the sidewalk as any gentleman would do Okay. It's a weird misogyny. Yeah. And also escorting you, what, to his house and then leaving you in the street? Escorting you to his... kid's logic. Also, like, I've just seen a grown man in the dead of night taking a child back to his house alone. This is worse. Yeah, and also Boo Radley. I mean, he's got a bit of a creepy rep, isn't he? Also, can we just talk about, like, the fact that she compared Boo Radley to Tom Robinson? Like, it'd be like killing a mockingbird. Mm. It's like, well, I realise that Boo Radley did just save you, but he was involved in crime. And he did stab his dad. Yeah, he did. And then totally. Tom Robinson's there, like, I just wanted to raise my family and have mm. my loving wife and live my best life. Yeah, that's it's the like, same person. Like, is it? No, it's fucking not. Um, yeah, more positive that in a minute. But um, so she notes that after she let go, um, that after he let go of her hand, and then he went inside. That um, um, she never saw him again. That was the last time. And then she kind of looks around the neighbourhood from the perspective of his porch and thinks how everything sort of looks to Boo and she kind of like goes through the storyline like two kids building a snowman, two kids getting presents out of a tree, an angry man, a man shot a dog, oh, the neighbourhood stuff. <laughs> is, um, is Bob Yule still lying at her feet bleeding out? <laughs> and there's a pool of blood. And there's my blood. pork shoes got wet. <laughs> Bloods all over my pork. Um, to be fair, it looks more realistic. Yeah. Make so, a statement with your costume. Yeah, Lady Gaga stuff. Yeah. Um, so she goes home and Atticus is reading a book to Jem, who's still asleep. Again, Atticus, did you not think to fucking walk me there? And also, like, hi, did you notice I was gone? What? Who <laughs> like, are you? Like, I thought you were pork. <laughs> I'm pork. I'm pork. 
I'm going to start calling you Pork. Um, um, I want to call this episode I'm Pork. Yeah. Um, so she goes home and Atticus is reading to Jem and um, she asks... I still feel Hughes Bradley is kind of relevant. <laughs> Hughes Bradley? Who's Pork? Who's Pork and Bradley? Bradley Pork. Um, so uh, she asks if she can listen and um, uh, he's like, no, it's a scary book. And she's like, dude, it's a scary fucking life. Um, I just... Someone just literally attempted to murder me, and yeah. then my childhood bogeyman yeah. came and saved me, and I had to just walk him home in the dark. I think I had a pretty scary night. She's like, um, I'll... also, um, so while your son's had a traumatic night, had his arm horrifically broken, mm. been like, you know, been attacked by a crazy man with a knife, you thought you'd come and read him a scary story. Yeah, literally. That's <laughs> the reading. I think she does actually say tonight that um, she's not scared of the real world, that that's not scary, that actually books are more scary, but, um, but that she's cool with it. But yeah, literally, let's just reflect on that. Atticus has chosen, let's fuck him up while he's asleep. Can you imagine having a really traumatic day and then, like, to be fair, our dad walks in to read you a bedtime story, like, it's gonna make you feel better, to be fair. This is, just sounds horrific as hell. Disgusting. But you know what I mean? The setting. Yeah. Like, your friend being like, I'm gonna read your story to make you feel better. Like, okay. They were dead to begin with. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's what you need right now. Also, he's just asleep. Like, how was last night, Jim? Pretty traumatic. Like, yeah, it was fucked up. That's Dreams about some ghosts. <laughs> to be fair, sometimes like, well, I've had a horrific evening, so I need to watch a film more horrific to make me feel better about this horrificness. But at the same time, at least you're consenting to that. Poor Jen's just fucking out of Jen's it. Jen's just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. So anyway, um, she's listening, and then um, she falls asleep, and she wakes up as Atticus is putting her to bed, and she's like, "I wasn't asleep. I heard every word. The guy wasn't real bad. He was. He was nice." And Atticus is like. Most people are a scout when you finally see them. And then he goes back to Jem. And that's like the end of the book, pretty much. And that's like the main bit you're meant to take from the story, that Boo was actually nice. Not the main bit where Bob Ewell is a fucking child-killing prick. Or the main bit where it's about racism and how an innocent black man was killed because racism. It just concludes on, most people are actually nice. No, they're fucking not. Most people are racist. And And also, Boo Ren... The whole thing with the book, like, we kind of all knew Boo Radley was probably all right. Yeah. He was just mentally ill and during those time, during that time, yeah. wasn't given the support because people weren't aware exactly. of Exactly, so no one was really questioning. And also, like, Boo's, not Boo, um, Scouts wanted to meet Boo for ages to kind of like, you know, well, you know, she's curious, but also like, you know, let's bring him back out in the, to the community. And like, oh yeah, most people are nice when you see them. You thought Bob Ewell was nice and you just tried to kill your kids? Are you, you really still peddling right. this? Yeah, like, you thought Bob was alright after you spat in your face and told you he'd do anything. Then you let us walk out in the dark as literal meat. Yes. And then we nearly died. And if it weren't for my fucking meat costume, I would be dead. And like, yeah, but Tom, he was a mockingbird. This is, what you're saying right now isn't about fucking Tom, is it? Like, let's let's get real, Harpily. You didn't give a shit about Tom other than the fact you thought he was sexy. <laughs> literally, you just wanted to fetishise his skin for a what you bit. What you thought, this book is literally like, white people are great. But I am attracted to black people. Yeah. That is this book. Yeah, and that, you know, everyone's tempted by women. It's not a black thing. You're like, what? Okay. And people who have mental illnesses can still be nice. Well, yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> no one was questioning that, Harperly. Yeah, it gets... <coughs> sorry. It gets picked up on... It gets... Ow, sorry, my rib just popped out of place. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're back. <laughs> I wish like, I want the picture of your face just like that. Like rib... a stuffed frog. When my rib pops out of place, I can't move at all until it relaxes back so my head just drops back with my mouth out open. Just, uh... <laughs> we need to start filming these. That was fucking long. Anyway, what was fucking saying? I feel like we should start filming our episodes and have them on Patreon or something so just because we do so much visual shit <laughs> we do visually shit in most recordings <laughs> <laughs> this is actually the bathroom it's just got the best acoustic so uh, uh, we're really not to <laughs> exactly have a mid recording session slash <laughs> um, oh I forgot what I was saying guys but yeah it's fucking racist yeah we weren't questioning about whether most people are good or not. I mean, you've established that most people are racist shits and quite yeah. happy to send a black man to his death for something he didn't fucking do. 
and that you will be horrible to supposed rape victims in court. Fucking but good one. when people try and murder your kids with knives or crush them to death, it's kind of like, well, okay. Just sort of glance over, like, most people are nice, apart from the guy who tried to kill us. Thanks, Dad. Also, just sort of, like, the, just the casualness of this evening. He hasn't, like, had a moment where he's like, oh, my God, my children are alive. Oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? He's just like, I guess I'll read German nighttime story. He was a bit cut up on the phone. He was like, get the doctor now. I know I'm saying this so like, get the doctor now. He <laughs> was like, get the doctor now. Sure, my children have been attacked. Get here now. No. <laughs> so he was a bit like that. All right. All right. I just can't be fucking arsed with him because I'm like, and then he was a white savior. So <laughs> fuck yeah. That and you let, let your kids go out as literal meat. <laughs> I mean, I do love the kind of like symbolism of that. Like, and what would like show like I can't have Scout being a lamb to the slaughter. That's too obvious. She was uh, literal pork. meat, pork. <laughs> I am pork. <laughs> you know that bit of Family Subtle. Guy when um, Brian's Brian. writing this book. He's like, oh, good, good. Now this isn't for everyone. That's just for the scholars in a hundred years. Yeah, ago. it's happily like I am pork. And that's for the scholars. <laughs> that's real deep now. I mean, I'm loving it, Harpily. I'm loving it. I'm pork. I'm pork. Well, thanks, guys. That was To Kill a Mockingbird. I know it's not been the easiest of, like, reading material. Um, account is, it's hugely problematic. Mm. I hope we did an okay job. I hope found some... just gave you some more critical readings of it as well. And that, you know, if you're thinking, like, oh, I'd like to read a book about racism, <laughs> yeah. don't read one written by a white person. Yeah, yeah. Maybe branch out slightly from yeah. that. But... Uh, as if this was the book on the curriculum for years... As the, this is the book about racism so by a white person. I wish I'd looked at it, but literally, like, the last couple of pa uh, pages, chapters, apart from Calpurnia, who doesn't, I think, as a representation of, like, a strong black voice, I'm sorry, isn't really one, um, there's no fucking black people in it! <laughs> All they mention is sort of, like, well, we have the help in the background, <laughs> yeah. which is just more racist! <laughs> more racist and terrible. Uh, so, anyway... Um, we're going to have a break for a week, guys, before we come back with our next two read. Weeks? Okay, you said a week before this. Well, I thought, where are we? I thought we were coming back on the 16th. Which is 16th two. on Patreon, 17th, so we're having a week's break. Otherwise, it would just be normal. We'd just be recording next week. A week's break. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we are recording... Sorry, guys, this is me sketching. Just Casey. This is two weeks. We're recording. We're recording in two weeks. Yeah, because we release in the same week that we record. Okay. So it's a week's break for everybody else. You will not hear us for one week, guys. Katie looks like a confused frog. <laughs> You're going to eat that toad? <laughs> but I think it makes sense. I can only comprehend dates if I'm looking at a calendar. We will have our next episode out on the 16th on Patreon and the 17th everywhere else. And Katie, what are we reading? We are going to be reading Jamaica in the Cots. Everyone, spooky season's here. <laughs> and I'm going to just tell you now, it's not a lot of ghosts. Oh, disappointing. I know! <laughs> That's yes, not fun. I haven't finished it, so okay. who knows. <laughs> I mean, it's spooky. Spooky yeah. shit's going on. There's men in the night. Oh, gross. Okay. Okay, I'm sold again. I'm down. <laughs> I have no idea what Jamaica Inn's about. I, I thought it was going to be like about a haunted inn. It's mm. about an inn. But it doesn't seem to be haunted. I think Jamaica in, yeah, it just is haunted. Like so, yeah, maybe that was written before they realised it was haunted. Maybe, maybe the ghosts are the people in the book. Oh, maybe. Me and Katie are also talking. We're looking into it about recording a special episode at Jamaica Inn. That'd be so cool, but we have no money. So, uh, and not sure if timelines will align anyway. But we shall see. Yeah. Subscribe to us on Patreon if you want us to record at Jamaica Inn. Wait, thanks guys. We'll see you in two weeks. See you in... Yeah, kind of. <laughs> see you later, guys. Bye! For fuck's sake. Bye.